the the FCS college football experience playoffs preview picks and reaction show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by hall of fame bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Rasa brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, the SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all of your favorite SGPN podcasts, contests, and picks. Just type SGPN into the App Store, Google Play Store today, and download America's number one DGEN app, folks. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Pac Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. And we're here. We are in the final four. Not that invitational FBS bullshit popularity contest nonsense. This one, they've earned their way to the final four. And we also got the celebration bowl this weekend. Great time to be a fan of FCS college football. Uh, look, Folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Oh, what a what a couple of games. I'm gonna make the case that last Friday night's game between Furman and and Montana. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that might have been the best game of the whole season, including the FBS, including D2, D3, NAIA. I don't give a shit. We got it all. All right. What a game in Missoula on Friday night. And uh, look, I'm here to talk about all of that stuff. Plus, I mean, coaches leaving mid fucking season. What the hell is happening? Uh, I'm joined by the Gulf Coast guru himself. He's always out there on them power boats. With a cocktail in his hand down there in the Gulf of Mexico, wearing sun SP SP sunblock fucking ten thousand. If, if you're like me, if you're like me, because I'm pale as fuck, that's what I got to do. I'm the only guy that wears a ski mask when he goes to the fucking beach. All right, uh, give it up for Mike Rose, aka Gulf Coast Guru. How you doing, brother? 
Hey, what's up, man? Hey, if you're smart, you wear the SPF, man, because you see, you, you know, living out there in California, you walk around the beach, you see the people, they look like they're made of leather, like Hulk Hogan yeah. nowadays. You want to, you want to get that strong? SPF. I get lit the fuck up, man. Just I don't even, doesn't even need to be the beach. Go to the ATM. Go into the ATM. I gotta watch out. You know what I mean? Uh, how you doing, man? Get the mail. You got third degree burns. I feel you, man. I'm, I'm a little pale skin myself. I'm good, man. We, man, that was a hell of a weekend of games. We got another one. We got Friday night football with Albany. I'm in, dude. Let's do this. Oh, let's. I mean, shout out to to the chat, by the way. But uh, I mean, how spot on? How spot on is your boy Dundee? Now look, I know. <laughs> I know. I thought there was going to be more snow on Friday night. I thought there was going to be more snow. So I was wrong on Montana minus the points, but I'm going to blame the weatherman there. That made it seem like it was going to be just a, uh, a, a fucking just complete blizzard wrong on that one. But Villanova and the points Saturday morning against South Dakota state that I actually believe that that, uh, that game should have like hadn't Villanova not given up that block punt. I think they could have won that game. I think they could have won that game. What a critical block punt in Brookings, but South Dakota state did what championship teams do. They found ways to win the game in crazy wins. They couldn't pass the ball. Neither team uh, really had a struggle just putting the ball up in the air with those wins. Um, North Dakota state. Woo. <laughs> That was that was uh, hell. I did not. I, I I I locked that one up. I believe, but I did not see that ass whooping coming, man. Woo! <laughs> I couldn't believe that outcome, but I'll say this, and then I couldn't believe that after the game, a day later, Matt Entz, their head coach, is taking the USC linebacking coach position. What? He's got to <laughs> coach the. <laughs> he's got to coach the the rest of the the FCS playoff season. But I, you gotta wonder. He's looking at fucking real estate there in uh, Manhattan Beach. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how much are you going to be focused on the Grizz as you head into the Final Four? I don't know. Uh, as shocking news out of Fargo, North Dakota, there. Uh, then I think you look at the nightcap, and this is what you're referring to. This is what the chat's referring to. Shout out to Q's Fanatic 44, Reese Poffenberger, and the Albany Great Danes. Moneyline play. They get it done at that filthy Kibby Dome. I mean, I, I, I guess let me just start off. Which one shocked? Which outcome shocked you the most? I'd say the definitely the most shocking was North Dakota State. Really, really just railing out South Dakota. I thought, especially you know, being a home game, I kind of thought the Coyotes were going to come out there and uh, play them a little tougher. I, I did think North Dakota State would get the win being it was the second time and they're still going to, you know, put little uh, adjacent little brother in the corner. I kind of figured that, but man, I did not see that ass whooping coming in as far as taking the USC linebacker job. I mean, there's no way you focus for the rest of the season. When you got to go to that team and try to fix a portion of Lincoln Riley's fucking defense, there's no chance College that, that football, would keep me up at night. <laughs> college football has got to figure this out. I mean, mm -hmm. in the FBS, it's hard to find a bowl game where players are playing, coaches are playing. This is not rocket science, guys. <laughs> Do a freeze on any coaching hires. Tell mm -hmm. all the universities if you want to be a part of this process. You can't hire or fire a coach until January fifteenth. It's it. 
this, and then you can say the portal. I know the second semester opens up, but they can make exempt, you know, exempts, you know, ex- ex- exceptions for athletes or something. I don't fucking know, but this is, this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's creeping into the FCS level when you get ants leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, you some, got, of them, some of them are mind blowing too. You think you got, you're going to have these spots. Like, I, you know, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I'm thinking, Oh my God, Notre Dame, they're going to wax them in the bowl game. They got this going. And, and here comes Sam Hartman, who I, like sixth round at best, if he gets drafted, he's going to sit out the bowl game. Like, dude, I've seen your arm. It's not that impressive. I love the guy. I love Sammy Hartman, but why are you sitting? That's going to be your last football game ever. Probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You got, you, you got the XFL, USFL merger, but I get your That's point. True. I get your hey, point. If, if Tommy DeVito's on Sundays, I mean, anything can happen, but I just man, don't I, understand <laughs> the mindset, but, but how about this? How about this? Because I'm in the minority with the mindset, because I think I think like life's gonna hit you one way or another. All right, life's gonna hit you one way or another. You you know you live in America. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. come on. You you to me, I, I would just say whatever. Let's play fucking football. I love playing football. You know what I mean? Yeah. We would die for that opportunity now in our 40s to say, oh gosh, man, I don't even care about my, like I would die to just play with my friends. I don't care if you break your fucking hip. You know what I mean? Like I would just d- love to go back and do that. Now, slip, slip of this, just thinking about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 dude, and I, I, I understand that I'm in a minority with this. So I'm like, okay, but this is why you extend the playoffs. If anyone is ever arguing, why should they not? You know, on behalf. Well, first off, you just saw Florida State, and I know this is FBS talk, but um, if Notre Dame was in the playoffs, this is why you cast a bigger net. So you're bet like I don't even understand the purpose of those fucking games. It's like a spring game now. You have like they're playing Oregon State. Oregon State's whole coaching staff is in East Lansing. They're they're on their fucking fourth string quarterback. I, I what? What are we supposed to deduce from that game? Not a damn thing. I mean, is it really bringing in as much money as it used to? I don't even understand how these sponsors still even get these bowl games. They can't be bringing in that much money when these guys aren't playing. I, I, think, I don't understand it. I think people still gamble on it because what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I already I placed I'm, a bet. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, already, I already placed a bet in Notre Dame minus the points. So they got yeah, you so in the trap, man. They got <laughs> you in the trap. Uh, but yeah, Matt Entz leaving North Dakota State after a couple national championships. We're going to talk a little more coaching news in a second. Uh, but first, I want to tell people out there that the college, the FCS college football experience is brought to you by uh, Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, and they, you better believe they got college football and college basketball. And we've been doing a great job tracking this. You know, we have a college basketball show every single night, folks, every single night of the season. And Noah Phoenix has been writing some great articles regarding this. You can find stats like, you know, higher or lower, you know, stat projections on college football and college basketball, which I, you can't find that anywhere else. That's why I truly believe that underdog fantasy is great. Yeah. You simply just pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash in folks. So watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. And look, if you do that, take a screenshot, show me that thing on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, and we're going to get you a, we're going to hook you up with some, some, some college football experience merch too. All right. So what are you doing? Do that folks. Promo code TCE SGPN underdog fantasy.
All right, we are back on the FCS College Football Experience and the coaching carousel going fucking insane as as usual. Uh, so we we do have that news of Entz, which we're waiting to find out who's the next North Dakota State head coach. We also have uh, Holy Cross's head coach Bob Chesney is now James Madison. So Holy Cross, got, there's still some open jobs besides that. We know Hugh Jackson's no longer at Grambling. We're waiting to see what happens there. I think the Marist job is still open, and the Texas Southern job is still open. But uh, a Holy Cross now added to that list. There were some hires. Austin P. They lost their head coach to UTEP, so they went out and hired Jeff Ferris, the tight ends coach from the UCLA Bruins. Chip Kelly pedigree there. I don't even know what to do uh, deduce from this hire. I mean, I Chip Kelly's coaching tree is pretty pretty good, so I guess in that capacity, interesting hire for the Govs. What do you make of this one? Yeah, that one's that one's hard to really pull anything from, but I would say that's kind of a situation where. Uh, you know, maybe old chip put in a good word for his tight ends coach, got him a job, you know, or had something to do with it. And hey, if chip vouched for him, you know, I'm not the biggest chip Kelly fan, but he's, he's a good coach. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's got some, some steam to him. Yeah. Also, I saw Pitt hired uh, Western Carolina's offensive coordinator. Sorry. We Hawk. Yeah. Kerwin Bell's son. Uh, I'm sure Kerwin can still run his offense. So find someone else to do that. Uh, Columbia hired Mark Pope. Uh, not the former Kentucky power forward, but a guy that was 10, 10 and two at union a year ago. Interesting hire there for the lions Cornell. They hired Dan Swastrom Penn's offensive coordinator for the past two years with the Quakers, keeping it in the Ivy and Gardner Webb. Remember they had lost Trey lamb who we liked a lot on this show. We still do. He's just now at East Tennessee state. They went out and hired Chris Reeser. Uh, who was the head coach of Tiffin, who was 40 and 11 in four years at Tiffin. There's a few more that I want to touch base on, by the way, the Moorhead state job, another one that's open that I forgot to mention um, out of those four, three or four, Austin P Columbia, Cornell Gardner Webb is the, is I think, you know, you want the ones that have been proven head coaches like Reeser 40 and 11 at Tiffin in four years. And then Pope Pope, I don't know how to pronounce it. Two P's, uh, ten and two at Union. I think those are the ones that I would that I would just bet would be the ones that would would I would trust going into them uh, in their first years at their you know respective schools. How about you? I completely agree. I mean, I'm actually familiar with uh, like Tiffin and, and how dominant they've been as a program over the, few, the past few years. So you got to think that one's good. But I mean, you know, you get into portal talk and uh, if you take a look at the FCS portal, just about all of Gardner Webb is transferred to East Tennessee uh, with Lamb. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think he's got a, his work cut out for him, but I think it, his product is pretty proven. And out of those guys, that's the one that I would definitely say I would feel the most comfortable with. Uh, we've seen these lower division guys come up and, and, and make things work at different levels, you know, even all the way up to FBS football. So I definitely uh, think that's the one I would probably say, even though he's got an uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple other ones too. Northern Arizona went with Brian Wright, who was 33 and eight at Pittsburgh state. Northwestern state also hired Blaine McCorkle from D three's Bellhaven. buddy Pugh. They found their replacement at South Carolina state with uh, Chenis Berry from Benedict. He was 27 and seven in three years at Benedict. I like that hire for the bulldogs. Uh, Southern the Jaguars hired uh, 
linebacker coach Terrence Graves, who was a longtime Southern assistant. I think he was recently with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Stony Brook hired Billy Kosh. This is an interesting one here that I think we should circle because he was the Western Michigan offensive coordinator who was previously the OC at Richmond and VMI when they had their playoff run. Uh, I think that one could work out for the Seawolves there. Uh, Utah Tech also hired Lance Anderson, who was a longtime assistant for Jim Harbaugh and David Shaw at Stanford. Western Illinois hired Joe Davis, who was recently with Albany and Fordham and Northern Iowa. I know it's hard to to forecast here, but I, I kind of uh, kind of like that hire by Stony Brook. What'd you make of that? What'd you make of any of those? Did any of those stand out to you? Yeah, the one. Yeah, I'm not trying to ride off your coattails here, but it's it's you kind of. I think there's only so many that really stand out in certain ways, and the Stony Brook hire was the one that uh, does to me too, because Western Michigan, I know, cost me quite a bit of money this season because they kept games close and then they they clicked a little more, especially on offense, than I kind of thought they were going to this year. I mean, they had a a lot of roster roster turnover and I didn't have super high expectations for him. So I think that staff, that staff kind of proved themselves. And I think that's a very intriguing hire right there. I, I think that name jumps off the page to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Q's fanatic 44 Syracuse fan here. He's already liking this Fran Brown hire and he's already talking Albany FCS chance, Cortland state D two champs. And and he won the F the SGPN fantasy football league for college fantasy football. Shout out to Q's fanatic. Hopefully you've emailed us at pod uh, podcast at sports Uh Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's crazy. Another thing is the portal Tyler Huff. We just saw him, you know, great game there at Furman. He's in the portal. You saw the other side of that. Uh, the Idaho vandals. I feel like they lose what they, they lost. What, what was that Saturday night? I feel like their whole team hit the portal. Uh, Giovanni McCoy, their, their top defender. Uh, I mean, just a slew of guys hit the portal for the vandals. I mean, this is the tough thing. Those are guys are trying to get to the FBS and I understand it, but I also think, man, you're close to winning a national championship. I guess they're just trying to cash in. I mean, I don't know. What do you make of those guys who were just, just, they were very close to playing in the final four. Yeah. that's the thing, you know, unless, I, I mean, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, how many offers these guys are getting, you know, who's advising them to take these steps. So, I mean, you got to assume some of them, you know, especially like a McCoy, he's got to have some attention and there's got to be some, some programs knocking at the door. But if you're talking G five football, I mean, how much more elevated is that than FCS when you're getting to the FCS playoffs and you're making noise? So I, I question it. I think I think FCS has a lot of room to grow. I think a lot of people, you know, we're seeing it just on our show as our show grows. You know, people are getting interested. So I think you know you're still getting eyes on that. I mean, Albany, Albany, South Dakota State. That's on ESPN two standalone games uh, Friday night. So you know, eyes are going to be on that game. Interesting about the portal and Q's fanatic kind of makes me think about this. I mean, what about Gattuso and maybe Poffenberger? I mean, are we looking at a situation where these guys might find themselves going up? You know, maybe, maybe did Syracuse make a hire yet? I haven't, I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah they did. Fran Brown did. from, from Georgia. Oh, that's Fran that, Brown. Yeah. Now, no, okay. that, that, that's, that's uh, what I find interesting is, is, you know, people saying, well, Poffenberger could hit the portal. Well, if he wins this game mm -hmm. Saturday, I mean, Friday night, uh, that the portal might close by the time that FCS <laughs> national championship is, is, 
So, you know, it's a tricky spot. This I mean, all terrible did, for the sport though, in my opinion, because it's almost like, like sh- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm saying like, it's almost like, do you lose on purpose to get to the portal? <laughs> I, I would, I would really, really damn hope not. <laughs> I would hope that's not the case. And that doesn't, that doesn't well, strike me as the case for someone like that. Uh, no, I'm not saying Reese Poffenberger would do that, but mm-hmm. I am saying like, if he's make if if they're making no money in the FCS and they know the portal is going to close on you know January so and so, why would you you want to get ahead of the portal? That's one thing that I was learning last year was that mm-hmm. you know some of the offensive linemen that entered the portal early cashed in way higher than they would have had they you know because other players other better offensive linemen entered later, but teams were already locked into paying. It's just, it's a complete shit show. It is a complete shit show as much as I love college football, but you got to think, you know, look, if we're, if this is money driven, which clearly the sport is, you know, if you're not making money in the FCS, if you can leave earlier, you might be able to cash in more by losing, which is ridiculous, but hopefully that's not happening, but it could, you could definitely, you know, benefit from losing essentially. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bummer. I, I, I would hope that's not the way things go. You know, you know, for example, just not saying they did it, but Idaho, I would hope that wasn't what's on McCoy's mind out there. You know, you, you think as an athlete, as a competitor, you're out there. Yeah, and you're just trying I'm not to win, saying you know? he did, so, I'm not saying, no, he I, did, I but, but I'm just saying like the system is so stupid right now. You might have a scenario where at some point that could actually happen, or maybe it has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this though. Uh, we had the most viewed FCS quarterfinal games uh, with Villanova, San Diego, uh, San Diego State, Villanova, South Dakota State, and Furman, Montana. That was the most viewed uh, FCS quarterfinal game in the Villanova one, and uh, the most viewed ESPN two game there, Furman, Montana. There so yeah, the sport is definitely growing. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do to deduce from all that shit. So anyway, um. Moving forward, let's talk some fucking games because we got just three games left. Actually, hold on. I'll, I'll even key in on this. If you're a real Swift, folks, and shout out to I did get a DM talking about uh, talking about. I, I'd have to pull this one up off the top of my head, but uh, someone that uh, enjoyed the uh, the D two. The D two playoffs. They 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 didn't even know it was going to be existing. They said if it wasn't for me, I got a nice DM about that. They went to the game, had a great time, and then you also have that going on this weekend, folks. I'm looking at it right now, the D two bracket, and you get the championship game this Saturday, 10 a.m. Harding, who runs the Flexbone, against Colorado School of Mines, the Ore Diggers. They've been good for a minute there. Um, that's going on Saturday morning. You also have the D three national championship Friday night, North central Illinois back. They were there a year ago, taking on Cortland uh, there in Arkansas. I believe uh, Cortland dominated Randolph Macon 49, 14, uh, any, any, let's say, I'm just going to go ahead and pick central to get the best of Cortland, even though central looked a little vulnerable against Wartburg. Uh, give me central in Illinois to take down. Cortland. And uh, that's Friday night. And then on Saturday, 
I am, uh, you know, I'm hoping for Harding, even though I think Colorado School of Mines is a fucking factory right now. I'm going Team Flexbone. Give me Harding to get it done. And he leans on these two games. Uh, I'm going to take Cortland just to be different than you because I'm going to be honest, I don't know a single player on Cortland, but there is no chance that I will ever go against Colorado School of Mines. I love the ore diggers. I love everything about it. Let's <laughs> let's go. Let's do they've it. Been, and they've been dominating. If you follow their run, 35 uh-huh. 7 against cuts down there. Andre Reed's alma mater. The week before that, a 38 14 win. The week before that, 56 to 10. I mean, they've just been whooping ass. Uh, well, meanwhile, Harding has had a much, I mean, Harding did whoop Lenore Ryan's ass 55 to 14, but before that Harding had a seven to six win against grand Valley a 35, 34 win against central Missouri and a, you know, a dominating win against Henderson state, but they've definitely had a, two, a couple close calls. So folks, you got, you got those two games going on. I think the NAIA championship too. I don't have that information in front of me, but I think that's this weekend too in Durham, North Carolina, uh, Friday night. FCS college football, Albany, the great Danes catching 21 and a half points in Brookings, South Dakota. Get the fuck out of here. Albany is better than Villanova. Now I understand that the weather had something to do with that handicap. Well, we were on Nova and the wildcats and I understand the cover. The result certainly had something to do with the weather, right? You couldn't throw the ball, which uh, if you're getting 21 and a half points with Villanova, you're just like, this is perfect because no one can throw the ball. I do think the weather's going to be a little nicer in Brookings, South Dakota at the Dyke house. However, Reese Poffenberger and Albany are legit. And if the weather's nicer, I actually think that helps them. I actually think if you want to build a, a case where they wouldn't cover the 21 and a half, if you had it more windy, like it was a week ago, I don't know that Albany is that much smash mouth. I think they like to get their receivers out vertically and Poffenberger rolling around and doing crazy Fran Tarkenton shit in the pocket. Uh, I think now Albany did give up uh, over a hundred yards to, to Idaho on the ground. So that is concerning, but I think big, big pop a poff. It's going to cover that big number. Lock it up. I'm on the Great Danes. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line. What are you doing here, man? I mean, we we all knew what we were going to do coming to this show. Come on, man. Uh, pretty much bet on Big Papa Poff and Albany every single week as the season goes on. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock it up too. I will give one caveat. My little fear is that uh, South Dakota State, I, I, I wish they wouldn't have got tested so much last. Even though I put real money on it, I took Nova and the points. I, I wish they wouldn't have had that test and had to fight and adjust because I wish Albany was the team that caught them off guard because I think Big Papa Poff could do something with that. But uh, I still think they're going to go out there. They're going to battle. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Let's go. I'm locking it up. Albany. The Great Danes are barking, folks. Ride them. Let's go. Saturday morning, we got the celebration bowl, the championship, the black college football, national championship. Some call it. And uh, look, this is in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the MEAC champ against the swag champ. I'm a bit perplexed at the line here. So it opened up earlier in the week at Florida a and minus seven, which I thought was kind of shocking a little bit. It's come down. It's at six, five and a half right now. Florida A and M just folks. So uh, if you were trying to understand this game's on ABC, by the way, uh, 
Florida A&M is 11 and one Howard six and five. Now Howard did almost beat Northwestern. Howard did almost beat Eastern Michigan. Still last time they played, it was a few years back, but Florida A&M won 39 to seven. Willie Simmons has got this Rattler team rolling. This line reeks, man. And the fact that it's kind of, it's came down. Like I, I was on the SGP show earlier in the week, talking this game and I'm like, man, I think Florida A and M should dominate this game, but they've had a long couple weeks off. Jeremy Mosa, the former uh, Vanderbilt starting quarterback, experienced quarterback, but y- the line going down tells me that I should probably take Howard, even though they're just off of a 14-7 win against Morgan State. Uh, I and I like the Howard team. Quinton Williams is a good quarterback for them, but make it make sense that the line's coming down. Oh, I got nothing that would make sense for this line coming down, man. Cause I, I mean, I, I guess if you want to, if you want to pick the one thing I, I, and I, this doesn't typically play into Vegas line making, I would say I would give Howard credit that they've played good teams tough this year. And then they've played down to their competition as well. So I will say that about Howard. We know they got talent. They had a ton of talent coming back this year, a ton of returning starters at the beginning of the year. We picked them to be good. Um, and obviously the NC central win was huge, but this, this family team, I, I mean, they are loaded with talent guys coming in. I mean, they're kind of like the Jackson state of this year. They had all kinds of FBS talent on this roster. Uh, it's, it's their year. We both, I believe picked them to win. I know I did pick them to win the celebration bowl at the beginning of the year. I still feel that way with this team. I, I love this team and I, yeah, under a touchdown, I'm laying it. It smells it's fishy, but they're the better team. Courtney love <laughs> is hanging out in Atlanta, Georgia with their legs spread wide open. Cause it smells it stinks to high heaven. Dive uh, on in, baby. Yeah. Dive on in. That's I, what we I, do I, in the Gulf. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll go. Cause I also think Florida A&M will have the crowd a little bit. Oh, Atlanta, yeah. Georgia is right there. <laughs> I don't know. I can't make sense of it. Excited to watch that one uh, Saturday morning. Then that after that game, we get to tune into. Remember, there's a bunch of bowl games going on, but man, the, the Celebration Bowl and 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 this game right here, I think much better than the actual bowl games. North Dakota State, Matt Entz, not out the door yet. Might be, might be on uh, what are one of those Pad Mapper, whatever the fuck, one of those apps where you're just looking at real estate. Supposed to be breaking down Bobby Hawk and the uh, Montana Grizz's offense, but he's sitting there. Oh, 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 yeah. The offense court. Yeah, let me, let me look. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota State at Montana. This game's fantastic. Two blue bloods. I'm currently, I got to do a weather check on this. I got to do a weather check, even though I got gassed on this. <laughs> I'm seeing a high of 35 degrees on Saturday. North Dakota state's laying one and a half. I think there's something magical about this Montana team. If, if Entz would have stayed, had this n- not been a story, I think I might've taken North Dakota state cause they just seem to be in fuck you mode. But now you gotta wonder, you gotta wonder at this point, where's the focus? How much focus does this team have? Are you know, is Entz taking other coaches with them to USC? You know, uh, who's going to get the head coaching spot? Players are thinking about the transfer portal, I would imagine, because they're thinking, hey, the Ents isn't going to be here. Which coaches are still going to be on the staff next year if they do go with an outside hire? It's a disaster, in my opinion. I'm on Montana plus one and a half. I think they're going to win it outright. What are you doing here, man? Man, I, before the Ents news, I was, I was already on Montana, to be honest. I mean, you know, you're talking about a North Dakota state. I, I, I agree. They are in fuck you mode. They, they kind of seem to be out on the, uh, 
you know, remember who the fuck we are tour, you know, as everybody, including us, we're kind of down on them a little bit this year as they kind of, you know, lost some games they don't typically lose. But now you're talking about a playoff spot where, okay, they went out, they beat Cupcake Drake up, but now they've been on the road three weeks in a row. And you're telling me this team is going to go to Bozeman and then go to Missoula and win both of those games? I see no damn shot of that happening, man. I just don't see it. Throw the end snooze in there. Plus, Montana finally, for the first time in a long time, had a real test last week with Furman. They passed the test. They won it in overtime. This train keeps rolling, dude. I'm locking up my Montana. <laughs> I mean, we're going to bet the shit out of all three games. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, I guess we could power rank the games, and we will do that. But before I do that, I want to tell you that the, the FCS College Football Experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform. Bar parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back on the FCS College Football Experience, and to power rank these three games, you know the one I'm most terrified of is the Celebration Bowl because that line going down makes no fucking sense for me. So I think the smartest bet you can make this weekend is Montana. At my number one spot, at number two would be Albany. At number three, I would take Florida A and M. Yes, am I going to parlay them all? Yes. If you can get a tease going, I highly recommend that as well because you could get Albany essentially up to twenty-seven and a half points. You could get Montana at seven and a half, and then you could bring down Florida A and M to a pick. Or you might even get plus one if if this can continues to drop. How how would you power rank these three games? Are we on the same page, or what are you thinking? <laughs> uh, for what I like, got completely distracted there for a minute because we're talking FCS playoff football, and I'm super excited about that. And then I glance over at the chat, and I, we're talking about Courtney Love and Yoko Ono, and I'm like, wow, this is the only place in the world where you could talk FCS football, Courtney Love and Yoko Ono, all <laughs> in the same place. But I'm now, sure those two beautiful women will be watching these games for sure. <laughs> now you would say, you would say in this scenario, uh, Yoko Ono would be would be North Dakota State right now, right? Because they're oh, fucking up, they're fucking up the band. They're fucking up the band. You know, <laughs> Matt, Matt Ence is fucking up the band. He's leaving. Things just aren't going to be. They're still going to play the rest of the season. Get the fuck out of here! I look in a band that just doesn't happen. Yoko Ono, a lot, big reason why the Beatles broke up. They say, I've read a few books on it, and uh, that might just be uh, what's going on there. By the way, Weehawk, shout out to Weehawk in the chat saying he's seen North Dakota State Montana at a pick. Even if it's that, I still like Montana and the play there. Uh, continue yeah, though. What were you going to say? <laughs> That's my uh, that's my number one for sure is, is going to be Montana. I usually try to you know even with a couple games go a little different, but I feel really confident in that Montana game. Like I said, I don't see them going to Bozeman and Missoula and picking up wins at both. I just don't think North Dakota State's that good enough to do that this year. Uh, so I would go Montana and then Albany, just like you, and then Bam, you just just because of the the stink of the line. But I mean, if you want to parlay all three of them, maybe you take. Uh, Florida A and M, and you go ahead and you just take the money line. I mean, minus five and a half. That's got to be what around two thirty, two forty, two fifty, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's not that terrible. And then you go ahead and you take Montana on the money line. 
and take Albany with the points. But uh, I, I think if you really want to get froggy, you know, parlay those three and then go ahead Friday night. You got the standalone and you bet Albany money line. You watch Big Papa Pop and you just hope that South Dakota State falls asleep at the wheel. Love Let's it. Do it. Love <laughs> it. Love it, folks. This uh, I'll be back Saturday morning. So I will not be uh, available. I'll be talking Albany football tomorrow, but uh, we have the pregame show Saturday morning. I'll be able to talk on a lot of this action. Uh, so check us out. Make sure you give Mike a follow on Twitter. Golf Coast Guru at GCG underscore wins. I got that shit somewhere on this on this card here. Where the hell are you hiding here? Right here. There we go, folks. YouTube.com slash the college experience. I'm on Twitter at the Kobe D. The, the FCS College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I cannot wait to watch these games Friday. Like I said, Friday, you got the D2, uh, I'm sorry, the, the D3 National Championship. Put that on one screen. You put the, obviously, the big screen is going to get that Albany, South Dakota State game. You get both those games. And then Saturday, you get the D2 National Championship mixed in with the Celebration Bowl, mixed in with North Dakota State, Montana, and a slew of FBS bowl games and a loaded college basketball slate. What are we doing, folks? Friday night. I also think you get a big time college basketball game as well. So the card is fucking loaded for this weekend. Folks enjoy the holidays are starting this fucking weekend. Uh, folks subscribe, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Go hop on over to YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. It's the hub for all of our college uh, experience content, whether it's college baseball, whether it's college football, whether it's college basketball, it's big 12 experience. The FBS show, which is just the college football experience. Check it all out, folks. And uh, yeah, looking forward to watching these games and talking more about it with you as we, the road to Frisco continues on. Till next time, folks, this is the FCS college football experience. We got the pick show for the FBS coming right up in about 20 minutes. So stay tuned. If, if you're watching on YouTube, don't even touch, don't even touch the fucking screen. It's going to go s- transition right into there. All right. This is like uh, Saturday afternoon and you're trying to watch fucking jaws three. And you just think you're like, man, I wonder how jaws four is boom. It's just going to come right on next. All right, let's go. Maybe police Academy, maybe police Academy five. You're wondering about six mission to Moscow. You're saying, Hey, let's go. All right. Until next time, folks, this is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.